0: Hello everybody, welcome to the Anime Summit newscast. It is February 8th, 2019, and I'm your Anime Summit podcast host, Sam, the Bomb. Got kind of a light news week this week because like so the winter's already started, right? Winter's like 5 weeks in already, 4 or 5 weeks in. And now actually probably more than that. I, I don't know. I'm bad at my job. Anyway, um winter's already started and the last couple weeks we've done some like a couple hype sections on the last couple of newscasts, so like got all the hype stuff out of the way in a couple more weeks i'll probably have more hype stuff to uh dish out for you so i got kind of a light news week with an opinion piece at the end and a couple hype a couple hype things here and there in the beginning um but that being said there is something i do want to say i do want to dedicate this episode to a couple people um the first is kinryu arimoto it was announced today that he passed away at 77 years old he was uh he had cancer um so like i know like a lot of people in our discord or a lot of our listeners have have, some of you guys have talked to me about it and said you know i lost this i lost this person to cancer and this person and um we've all lost someone to cancer even people who were on this podcast and had family and friends uh have crazy kinds of cancer just stock up on them and and take their life and it just sucks cancer sucks if there's one thing that the whole world can agree on is that is that cancer is garbage um he had esophageal cancer it's crazy so he was 77 years old he was white beard on one piece he was on psychopaths elf and lead fma space brothers he was zallard quates and B- bacano um he played gotetsu in the street for alpha generations movie which is fucking cool uh, it's kind of a weird movie, but it's cool. He was an Initial D. He was Ken uh, Kogashiwa in Initial D. So, yeah. Uh, Kinu Arimoto, this episode's for you. And this episode is also for um, Nujabez and Jay Dilla, two amazing musicians and producers. Um, for those of you who don't know, which you probably do know, actually, because everyone knows Nujabes. Um, he did the uh, music for Samurai Champloo. And he's done. A, I think he's done other anime too, but that's what he's most known for. Um, and even just aside from anime stuff, and Samurai Champloo, like he's just a great producer. He makes really good beats. Same with Jay Dilla. They were both born on February seventh, so it would have been their birthdays yesterday. Um, New Jabbas passed away in two thousand ten on uh, February twenty sixth, and Jay Dilla February tenth. They passed away. Um, Jay Dilla years before New Jabbas, but anyway. This episode is for you three. Rest in power, rest in paradise, rest in peace. Love you guys. Um, so, I got a couple hype things, and then I got some news, and then I got an opinion piece at the end. Um, which, like, I don't want to get too into, because it's kind of a niche thing, but it's kind of. It's still super anime related, I think, and it can pour into a lot of other things. But anyway, let's get right to it. Oh, you know what? One more. The. <laughs> I, this is, I mean, I consider it pretty close. But anyway, the, the the raccoon that they modeled Rocket Raccoon after in the Avengers movies passed away also. Uh, he was an old raccoon, I guess. His name was Oreo the Raccoon, and he passed away. So this episode's for you too, little buddy. Thanks for giving us the, the great joy that is Rocket Raccoon. Um, so yeah, let's get into it, and then we will... Uh, have a little fun at the end. We'll talk a little bit. Me and you. Me and you. Gonna sit down. We're going to have a little chit-chat. okay? So let's get into it. So you know how last week we talked about um, the creator of Mortal Kombat, how he tweeted, it was Ed Boon I think, he tweeted that mock-up picture of like Shaggy being in Mortal Kombat 11 and we were all like, oh, he could be in Mortal Kombat 11 because like Warner Brothers Studios, they own NetherRealm Studios, which is the creators of Mortal Kombat. And they also own the rights to a lot of Hanna-Barbera cartoons, and Scooby-Doo was one of those. Um, So it could be a possibility, you know. But, but yeah, uh, it was confirmed that Shaggy will not be in Mortal Kombat 11. So that would have been hilarious to me. I mean, there's still petitions out there going. So, like, we'll see. But, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was pretty hilarious. Um, a mecha bar in Japan reopened, and it's called the Tokyo Mecha Bar. And it's really fucking cool. There's, I'll, I'll post a link in the Discord today or tomorrow or whatever. Um, but, like, at the bar, there's, like – so there's the little – you sit down, and there's a little table, extended-out table in front of you. And then there's a wall that goes up and then over, and then there's the bar that they place your drink or snacks or food on. And then in that little wall that goes up from the little table in front of you, it's a glass case, and there's just awesomely done robot models, Gundams and all kinds. Awesome, it's fucking cool. It's 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 one of those fancy Japanese gimmicky things. You know how they have specialty cafes and things like that. But it, that's just awesome for any mecha fan out there. I thought it was super sick. Um, yeah, they finally reopened. They apparently had to remodel, and everything just looks way more fucking cooler. Um. Speaking of things that are opening or reopening, the Capcom store had a grand opening. The website Capcom store, the Capcom store reopened and any orders over $60 is free shipping. Um, and there's also a sweepstakes to order to enter a sweepstakes to um, get a Leon figure. Leon S. Kennedy from Resident Evil 2. It's a very sick figure. So for those already fans out there, I highly suggest going to the Capcom store dot com. I think it's dot com. And then entering that sweepstakes. They're not paying me to say that. I just saw it earlier today and I was like, I know I got mad Resident Evil fans on our Discord. So let's do it. Um, Anyway, there's a couple more hype things. Here we go. Um, Hulu added more anime. Hulu is looking more, more, and more, and more better than other streaming services every day, it seems like. Um, They added the dub for Steins Gate the dub for Fairy Tale Season 9, the subbed and dub for Code Geass, they're going to add next week, um, along with Outlaw Star, subbed and dubbed, and then March 1st, they're going to add Drifters, subbed and dub, And then they also announced that they will be adding the second season of Mobile Sleep Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans with a dub on April 2nd. Um, yeah, Iron-Blooded Orphans is whatever. But, you know, Hulu is just hopping on the anime game right now like they're just doing so good. Like if you guys don't have Hulu, you, I highly suggest it. It's it's got everything. Like obviously it doesn't have Netflix originals and Hulu originals are whatever. But man, Hulu is just looking good and I'm so glad I got it. Um Ojo Majo Doremi 20th anniversary website opens with new merch. Um if you've never heard of this, I've never heard of it until like recently um but it's this anime it's it's a comedy drama these magical girls are third grade students and they turn into magical girls it's really cute um it's been on for a long time since 90 the 90s i think late 90s but yeah they opened up a new website with all this crazy new merch and uh people were super hype about it and including some of the listeners in our podcast but they got they got fucking wands with candies in them stickers stickers, uh, uh, prints, uh, f- little figures, uh, keychains, things like that, bunch of stuff. So if you're a fan of Ojo Doremi, they're doing it for the 20th anniversary of the, oh, so it's 1999, right? Yeah. 1999. So, cause it's 2019. Yeah. 20 years. There you go. Always got to look out for those anniversary things. Cause people always do special stuff for anniversary things. Um, kind of like how they launched that new Fates Day Night website, how we talked about that last week. Anyway, Um, I thought some of these next things were interesting, so I'm going to get rid of some of this hype stuff first, and then we're going to get into the, uh, some substance, and then opinion piece at the end. Um, Ultraman anime, the new, that new CG one that we've been all hype about, or at least I've been hype about, it's a Netflix original, and they came out with a new key visual today, and it actually features three, uh, heroes on the front, so there's more than one Ultraman, um, there's ultra people um, for those who, who followed, um Ultraman for a long time you know there's like 10 or 11 of them 12 of them you know um, there's Ace and Ultraman himself there's other I don't remember the names of all of them I wish I did I don't I haven't kept up with Ultraman really but I'm a big fan uh, especially the ultra beam if you know what I'm saying yeah anyway uh, the key visual for that so that's pretty pretty dope Um, Vinland Saga and Attack on Titan season three, both had teasers come out, both with studio, by the way, um, the Vinland Saga, like, so uh, when we used to do the news on the main podcast, I remember when Nick brought that up and I had never heard of Vinland Saga and he was like, dude, it's supposed, it's supposedly the greatest manga like ever. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I, I started, I had started reading it and I kind of forgot about it but now seeing the trailer i don't want to read anymore <laughs> i just like want to watch the anime it looks so dope it's about vikings and oh my god it looks so sweet and then of course attack on titan season 3 trailer came out and that it's going to be some crazy shit because some of the parts in the teaser were parts that i had just read recently i'm caught up on that manga by the way so like it's going to get crazy like the truth of the titans is going to come out this season i'm pretty sure um so yeah, there you go. Attack on Titan season 3 and Vinland Saga. If you haven't heard of Vinland Saga, you should check it out. Um so here is the last hype thing and then we'll get into the, some other substance news. Um Final Fantasy 14 uh new reveals new race, new job for the July 2nd launch of the Shadowbringers expansion. So I know there are people out there who play FF14 Realm reborn. Um Especially the people on our Discord. There are people who play it. Uh, I never got into this when it came out. I remember when the initial FF14 came out and it was just terrible. And then they made the Realm Reborn and actually made it work somehow, which was cool. But yeah, I, I my cousin Mario is super into it. Uh, yeah, so for those of you who play, you should watch the trailer. Shadowbringers. Um, it looks super cool. I always love trailers to MMORPGs, like the World of Warcraft ones. The FF14 ones and the Diablo trailers. Like, Blizzard is just really good at trailers. Like, oh, my God. Blizzard and Square Enix are just they are just so good at their trailers. They're so good at them. Um, but, yeah, no, it looks hype. So here we go. Here's some substance news. This stuff is pretty cool. I thought this stuff was super interesting, and I wanted to share it with y'all. An um, unopened 1999 first edition limited printing Pokemon TCG booster box is on auction the base set first edition limited printing so all the cards have first edition printed on the cards is i'm looking at the picture of it right now um if you look up huggins and scott auctions um i don't know if it's a website or what it is or oh yeah the auction sites right here let me click on it hold on huggins and scott auctions so it's so you can you can call them um, it, it's just, they're, they're a web, they're an auction company and they list stuff on here all the time. And, uh, it, it's even got its own Pelican 1400, um, hard, uh, case with it too. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know what a Pelican case is, they're really awesome. Um, hard cases, hard shell cases for, uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, but dude, this it's I'm looking at the pictures that they took. It's in its shrink wrap still like oh my god, it's so crazy. They want $35,000 for it. $35,000. And there's 5 days left on the uh the auction. Um and one there's one bid on it and the one bid is $35,000. It opened at 35,000 and the bid is at uh, the person who bid, bid, bid the open bid. So, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't even, dude, I wouldn't even open it. Like, are you kidding me? Like the, I guess apparently there was a, an auction in 2018 that set records. There was also another base set unopened, uh, first edition, the exact same as this one. And that sold for $66,000, almost $67,000. It's so crazy. Collectibility shit is crazy. And keep that collectibility thing in mind, because I'm going to be talking about it in my opinion piece. But, dude, oh, my God, it's so crazy. Could you imagine opening this? I wouldn't even fucking open it. I would not fucking open it. it, it I So, like, I, I don't think... The last Pokemon booster box I opened, I think it's 32 packs. But back then it was 36. Um, if it's still 36, then correct me, please. But, um, yeah, no, this is 36 boosters. <laughs> And um, it will come with a rare in each booster, and I think you back in the day you were guaranteed at least two of like the 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 more rare rares. Um, but could you imagine finding a Charizard in here? Like imagine finding a Charizard in here and then grading it right away, putting it in a hardcover right away, sending it to um to get a uh, CGC graded right away or PSA graded. And it being a mint, ten points, ten point mint. Like, imagine how much that would go for. You'd pretty much double your money right there. Maybe I don't know. I actually don't know how much a first edition graded ten uh, Charizard goes for. But anyway, thought that was interesting. I also thought it was interesting. I thought this was interesting too. Um, you know, we all talk about ins in the Discord. We talk about how long they are and there's a bunch of. Blah and flashbacks exposition million times over. Boruto, the the author of uh, boruto is said he said that he wants to hopefully complete the story within 30 volumes and he had hoped be, and the and the the reason he's saying that is because the entire saga of Naruto is 72 volumes and he wanted to keep the whole entire thing Naruto and Boruto included within 100 volumes so he's saying that he hopes to finish it within 30 volumes i don't even know what volume it's on right now but you know that that's interesting i i think uh i wonder if if you watch newer shonen now they're they're definitely more fast paced and more you know Boruto is actually moving at a decent pace so i hear um, then, then you know how Dragon Ball and One Piece and all of them were, you know, and the original Naruto and even Shippuden and all that stuff. Um, so it's interesting that he says that. I wonder if he kind of is kind of going along with that that tr- current rhythm of you know what I want to keep this concise. You know, Boruto is only Boruto because of Naruto, so his story don't need to be seventy some volumes long like his father's. You know, I don't know. I'm just I'm just guessing. I don't I don't know, but you know. Uh, speaking of shonen manga, though, um, Kohei Horikoshi, the guy who did My Hero, is the first foreigner to win a Korean comic award. And I say foreigner because you know he's foreign in Korea. But the South Korean company, Soul Media Comics, awarded him with the twenty eighteen Manga Creator Award, and he's the first. Um, he's the first foreigner to them to win that award. Uh, so that's pretty. Dude, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty dope. So, I mean, my hero's awesome. So, I mean, I'm not going to get into that. But anyway, um, Funimation offers replacement ReZero Blu-ray discs. Now, I just saw this today. I don't know why. I thought it was funny. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's because ReZero sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But, yeah, Funimation... uh, if you go to, I thought I would say this just because for those of you who bought it and it, uh, you know, you had the fucked up disc. You go to, if you email Store at com with zero in the subject line, R, small E, Z-E-R-O, capital R, Z-E-R-O, with a lower E. In the subject line and put your name and mailing address, they will send you replacement discs and you don't need to a proof of purchase or nothing just just tell them um wait a second oh and then you'll receive it i was gonna say i was like can i just do it then but no you have to return the authorization number and address to send your current disk um anyway i thought that was hilarious because rezero sucks and that's why the disks fucked up y'all fucked up I'm just kidding. But no, FunimationStore at Funimation.com. Email them. Send your old shit. Here's my opinion piece, okay? Um, Let me see how much time I got because I don't want to go. I don't want to get too into it because it's kind of niche. It's kind of not. Anyway, so many of you know that before I was on the podcast, and even, even while I was on it, some of it too, before I was on the podcast, I was on a live cast show that streamed every Thursday and Saturday on Twit, or yeah, Thursday and Sunday on Twitch, called Cards in Hand. And what we did was we talked about tabletop games. Um, and then I had a show on that ne- on the Cards in Hand network called Clock to Draw, specifically designed or made to just talk about the card game Y which is the anime uh, trading card game uh, where you have a deck of a certain anime and you pit it against another deck that is another anime. I, I was on that live cast show for for a couple of years and then, um, it, we rebooted it and then we kind of quit again. But anyway, I, I'm I'm a big Y Schwartz player. Um, I was anyway. I I did compete in the Japanese nationals. Um, for those of you who don't know, there's a company here called Heart of the Cards in America, and they are able to make it so we can play in the Japanese tournaments because there's. There's English tournaments and Japanese tournaments. And because shorts is not as popular here as it is in Japan, they gave, Heart of the Cards gave American players an opportunity to compete in Japanese tournaments, even though we don't live there. So that's pretty cool. I've competed in three Japanese regionals and a couple English ones. Um, Anyway, I'm a big Weishorts, uh player, so it, I really like the card game. And I'm kind of getting back into it now that, uh, shout out to Bree. they're, uh, buying a bunch of <laughs> decks so we can play. Um, but yeah, uh, I, uh, the, the problem is this, okay? So every card game, like I mentioned before, when we were talking about the Pokemon box, every card game has its own kind of unique way of collectability. Okay. Like you collect magic cards. I think they're more functional than, than anything, um, the, the people collecting them just to collect them is not as prominent as in probably Weiss or Pokemon or even Yu-Gi-Oh! Because Yu-Gi-Oh! is like a big cash grab. I know they're out there and they exist. There are people who have magic collections just to have a collection and they collect more than they play. Um, Every player base has that. Every player base of any card game has that. you got the one person... Or the... Not the one person. The group of people who collect more than they play and that's awesome that's what trading card games are for or collectible card games whatever you want to call it the thing about Weisschwartz is that they are licensed anime printed on these cards so it doubles in my opinion and what what I even uh, a, the opinion of a lot of other wise players is that it doubles as anime merch you know um i i've i've met so many people in all the tournaments i've played um, in state, out of state, whatever. So many people who just collect them because it's their favorite anime. They, I've, I'm, I've played against people and talked to people who don't even play the deck. They have a different deck or a different set of decks, but they have a whole binder dedicated to like Love Live, or dedicated to Fate, or dedicated to S A O. And even though they don't have a proper S A O deck built, they just have a whole binder dedicated to it because they love it so much. Whatever, you know what I mean? There's people who. Every, like, so what I said earlier was every card game has that, that group of people that just collect more than they play with Y shorts. That's just everybody. Everybody just collects and plays. Everybody just plays and collects because it's anime merch. So here's the issue. The issue is, is that, like I mentioned earlier, it's more popular in Japan. Obviously it's a Japanese card game company, um, called Bushy road. They are stationed in Japan um they have headquarters here in america for the english edition of course but we didn't get white cards until like 2008 or 2007 something like that and it didn't even really get popular here until like i don't know i want to say like 2000 2011 2012 maybe 2013 i don't remember around there somewhere it, it there was a small group of players here where i live um who played a bunch of jet we had to order all our cards from Japan. We had to use a proxy service. Um there's a guy named Yusuke Akimoto. He he uh has a proxy service and we would hit him up and be like, Hey, could you run to the card shop and get us these cards? And he would go and do it and we just did put it on his order form what we needed, and he would send them to us. And that's how we got our cards back in the day, you know what I mean? Um, now you could go to your local game shop right now and probably find, you know, an English trial deck of, um, what is there? There's Baki Monogatari, there's Love Live in English. Now we have, um, Gurren Lagan We have Gurren Lagan We have Attack on Titan. Um, it, it's cool. It's awesome. So the issue is this, okay? We have gotten, there are some sets that we have gotten at the same time as Japan because now it's blowing up here a little bit more and they're trying to cater more to the the American player base and everything like that. And we finally get a set. They announced Card Capture Soccer, a clear card, was going to be an English exclusive set. Now, I'm not going to go out, like, I'm not going to come out here and tell you, oh, well, there's American wise players too, and we're entitled to our own exclusive sets. It's a Japanese card game company, okay? I don't believe any other country is entitled to. Uh, their own exclusive set okay i understand that when things come out in japan and don't come out here in america there's a reason for that it's because the fucking company that makes the thing is stationed in japan you know whatever it's the same reason why we don't get all the japanese games you know that they get and we don't get all the you know what i mean it's the same thing it's that's like that everywhere okay imports are imports exports are exports whatever But anyway, they announced that this card capture set was going to be an English exclusive, okay? And people were like, "Wow, that's really cool! You were giving us our own set, and it's Card Capture Soccer, a clear card." And there's a lot of people who love Card Captors. You know what I mean? I love Card Capture Soccer, so I was hella excited for it. The card previews have been super, super sick, and I'm excited to see it. Um, the issue was. Is that like a couple of days ago? I think on Monday, they said during the February fifth card capture the during the four, the February fifth something event or whatever we announced that Clear Card was revealed to be an upcoming title for Japanese edition of Y Schwartz starting in summer twenty nineteen. We would like to take this opportunity to reassure our players that this product will be different from the English edition. For Japanese edition tournaments, these titles will not be considered Neo-Standard. So, basically, Japan is also getting the set, but they can't play it, like, in Neo-Standard tournaments in Japan. Um, I'm not going to go and explain what Standard and Neo-Standard and all that is. But Neo-Standard is basically the main way to play it. Um, So, naturally, all the American players and... Canadian, I should say North America, because Mexico and and America and Canada, they all get the American sets. Um, I should say, the North American player base flocked this thing with comments and were like, fuck you guys. Fuck you, White Schwartz English. You guys suck. We never get anything. Ugh. And then later, they posted this thing today that says, uh, it was nine hours ago they posted this. They said, Dear White Shorts Meisters, as an addendum to our previous statement regarding the announcement of the Japanese edition of Cardcaptor Sakura Clear Card, we would like to offer our sincerest apologies. We regret that the product did not meet the full expectations of the community, and this is a valuable lesson that we will take with us moving forward. It should be noted that the English edition of Cardcaptor Sakura Clear Card product itself was developed specifically for the English edition of Weishwartz, and as such, will differ fundamentally from the Japanese edition product. The product and supply set contents will remain exclusive to the English edition of Schwartz, And then they put some uh, other notes there regarding how it will work in tournaments and who can use it in Neo-Standard and who can't or whatever. (laughs) So naturally, that post got flooded with comments. Angry North American Schwartz players, uh, Canada, Mexico, everyone, just mad. Um the the reason I bring this up is because us as American consumers, or in this case North American consumers to Japanese products, it's <laughs> it's almost like the Kingdom Hearts 3 thing, right? I'm sorry, I fucking feel like I bring up Kingdom Hearts 3 every newscast, but it's a good example. It's for came Kingdom my mind. That had a simultaneous release. And by simultaneous, I mean like a couple days apart as opposed to like how it normally is, which is Japan gets it probably like a year or six months before we do. And then we get it in here in the the States or we don't get it at all. Um, the fact that people aren't used to that is weird. It's like they the comments I'm reading are just so entitled. And in my opinion, and maybe it's because I'm not a serious Weishwartz player anymore. So maybe I'm not feeling it. I don't know. I feel like I would have the same attitude regardless, but dude, dude, you are not, enti- <laughs> you are not entitled. Like you just, I understand. And, 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 you know, maybe they're more so mad because it was a promise to North American players and they kind of fucked up on that promise by saying, oh yeah, we're getting one too. We just thought you guys should, you know, and they did say that they originally designed this set for America first. And so Japan will be getting it later than we will. And the cards are going to be different. But that also sucks even more. Because then it's like, what if those cards are better? But at the same time, it doesn't matter because you can't play. So when you play Japanese regionals here in America, like I have, you have to use Japanese deck. So even if you did get the Japanese versions of this set, you can't play it in these tournaments because you can't play them in Neo Standard. Anyway, I'm not going to get into specifics of the game or whatever the the thing I, I wanted to have an opinion on is some of the comments are just really, like, they're really, like, shitty. They're just, like... They're, it's just, like, dude, you're acting so spoiled right now. Like, you realize that Cardcaptor Sakura is a Japanese property, number one. Number two, Bushiroad is a Japanese company. Number three, yeah, they didn't hold on on their promise. They said it would be exclusive to us, and I get why people breaking their promises would make you upset. But it's just the way they're coming at it is like, fuck you, Japan. We love anime just as much as you do. And you should give us everything that you get because we love it just as much without knowing the basics of consumerism and economics and exporting and importing. Obviously it's just like, it just, I don't like that sense of consumer entitlement not just entitlement in general. I'm talking specifically about product entitlement, consumer entitlement. You know, you go into the store and fucking Karen blows her shit because she can't use her fucking coupon that expired two years ago. Like, bitch, I'm sorry. You cut this from a newspaper from 1955. Not my fault. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like that. And I hate to see new generations of Swords players act that way. And I understand that every card game has their own community of toxic people. You know, Yu-Gi-Oh! has got, you know, people who are douches and steal stuff. Magic's got people who are pedestal douches because they think they're super smart. Uh, Pokemon's got douches, a bunch of douches. Weishwartz has a bunch of entitled douches. (laughs) Like, I understand that. Every community, everything has got that. It's just like... When you watch anime or when you are consuming anime or you need to buy it, you want to buy merch, you want to buy Nendo's, you want to buy whatever. Sometimes we don't get it. We live in North America. That's just what it is, bottom line. Sometimes it's more expensive for you to get it than how they get it. Of course it's more expensive for us. They have to send it way the fuck over here. Like, you know what I mean? If a if a company is based in a, a country across the pond, it's going to be more expensive, or we may not get it. Like, that's just common knowledge, I feel like. And it's just really shitty. And I think I wanted to do an opinion piece on this because I just wanted to remind everyone that, you know, a, a lot of the anime that me, Nick, and Danny, and Mac, and Coca watch, you know, we have to watch in subs. Or we have to find, quote-unquote, other ways to watch it because it's not on Crunchyroll or it's not on Funimation. You know, we don't get everything, and we understand that, and we have to find ways to watch it. Um, when it comes to products like merch and stuff and Nendo's and all that stuff, we have to find other ways to order it. You know, um, that's just how it is. Or we just don't get it. We just may not get it. That's just how it is. When you're dealing with anime, things in anime come from Japan. That's just what it is. And I just want to remind everyone to just, like, stay chill, stay humble. You know, like, it's just... It's just really shitty to see, you know, um, you know, go to more conventions, you know, you know what I mean? Like go, go to more cons, go to ask your friend for a pat, their pass for a couple hours so you can roam the dealer room, you know, go, go to more, go to more, uh, of your local, go to your local game store more, go find a collectible hobby store somewhere in your area, you know, do what you can to get what you can. That's all, that's all I can say. And I think people just need to chill and just relax a little bit, you know? I try not to talk about negative stuff on the newscast or the podcast. I save that for, like, personal talks I'm having with people. I didn't think this was super negative. Um, I just thought it was interesting. It's interesting to remind, like, to see people how entitled some of these comments were. And it was just like, dude, it's a company in Japan. And I understand that you're mad because they promised to something and now you're not getting that promise. At the same time, it's like... (laughs) like how mad can you be you know Um, yeah no I try not not to talk so negative uh, about negative negative subjects on here if you want to talk about that stuff you and I can talk about it separately but I just thought that was interesting Um, it's always cool to stay humble stay chill and anime is anime it comes from Japan we may not get everything you know what I mean so there you go that's been the Anime Summit Newscast and I hope you enjoyed it go to links.animesemite.net and uh click on the links and if you buy an amazon or shirt on amazon or amazon store just go to amazon.com and type in anime 7 podcast t-shirts and or just anime 7 podcast and you'll find them um uh if you buy one and take a selfie and post it to our twitter or our discord or you can dm it to me if you're not comfortable posting a selfie i will send you a gift i got a bunch of anime stuff here i got wall scrolls i got manga i got first volumes of a bunch of manga i have i have some figures i can give you a figure i got a bunch of stuff it's my way of saying thank you for listening and thank you for buying a shirt and I want to give this to you because you supported us. So, please do so. And I hope you listen to us next week and every week on Thursday and every week on Saturday when we do newscasts. I've been Sam and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast. I fucking love you bitches. Uh-huh.